call to the booth. Happy Thanksgiving, everybody. We got some best bets for the holiday. And these Patriots, we got to talk about them. Paul, drop that beat. Harrison Sanford, the key to lead call to the booth right here on the Blue Wire Podcast Network. You know what time it is. Getting you ready for Thanksgiving. Yes, there'll be some meals. There'll be some football. Maybe you'll put some money down on it. Maybe your fantasy team will have some players playing. All good things as we get ready for week 12 of the NFL season. But first, but first, we got to see what happened in some other football action this past weekend. North Dallas United on the field. Did they get the dub, Akeem? Uh, you don't see the trophy, right? You don't see the trophy next, I can't to, see next to the next to the laptop. You know what I'm saying? We we lost the game, Harrison, man. We we faced we faced a tremendous amount of adversity. You know what I'm saying? It's little league. So the parents is involved in this, right? We pull up to the game without our best player, man. For one reason or another, we ain't have our best player. But still, we a good team. We could overcame. We could have overcame that. It was just a little too much, man. And uh they played better than us. We ain't going to use no excuses. They played better than us. We ain't have our best player. But they played better than us, man. They won the tip, man. Shout out to them boys. I wonder how that is as a football football dad. It's a proud moment, right? Anytime you see your son out there. But then there's like the, the consoling moment as well. I, I imagine you go through the, oh, the myriad of emotions. Oh, man. We seen so many tears after the game, bro. It's, it was like you really... I felt like... I lost the Super Bowl again. You know what I'm saying? It was really, and it's even more emotional because my son right there boo-hoo and crying. Ah, I love these kids. It's 25 kids. I love all these little dudes. They out there boo-hoo and crying so hard. And then we know, like, if we would have had our best player, we probably would have whooped on these boys. Yeah, man, I'm, I'm still, it's, it's tough. It's tough, Harrison. I'm still mad about it. It reminds me of, or I just actually just watched King Richard the other night, that uh, the Serena and Venus Williams yeah. movie. about. I'll the check father. that out, too. Have you seen it? Yep. Yeah, so it reminds me of that, like being a sports father and watching your children uh, rise yeah. to comics and also have to deal with failures as well. You uh, see how he, he was watching seen- it, though? He could, like, barely watch. He was super nervous. Like, I'd be feeling like that, too. There we go. I got to, yeah, I got to almost have a camera on you to see how, how, how you go through those motions. <laughs> exciting, uh, exciting times it must have been. All right. Also, so North Dallas United ends up number two, I guess, on the power rankings for the youth league. Yeah, well, well, that was the Super Bowl. Yeah, I guess we come out number two. But AU, we come out number two. Okay, bet. So what about the NFL power rankings? Who you got? NFL power rankings. I got these Patriots popping in at number one, man. Five-game win streak, man, and playing amazing football defense. And the run game is going crazy. I think they're getting ready for December, January football, and the Patriots look great. The Chiefs making their moves. They struggled. They they already played the playoffs at the beginning of the season. Their first five games was playoff games, and now they're getting into that schedule. I think they're building them calluses on their hands. The Chiefs are going to be a tough team to beat. They come in at number two. We got the Bucks on there at three, Cardinals at four, the Ravens at five. Man, look, this is the second week in a row. Our top four teams took L's, Harrison. Hey, it's it's a it's an unpredictable year. I honestly feel like this year in football might be the most even the NFL has been in a long time, Harrison. I promise you. Yeah, no, I was thinking about it this weekend too. There doesn't seem to be an elite team. One team, at least in my opinion, 
that has proven to be somewhat elite are the Arizona Cardinals. For them to get wins without Kyler Murray, without DeAndre Hopkins, against the Seahawks, and I know Russell Wilson just got back, but that was a must win game for the Seahawks for them for Mm -hmm. them to go into Seattle get that dub I think they're proving that they're an elite they could be an elite team and obviously for them to be at that level when the season really matters by the end they're going to need Kyler Murray uh but there's one team uh that you did not put in your power anchors that had me a bit confused uh they're now featured on HBO Hard Knocks the newest season the in-season season which is kind of dope the Indianapolis Colts went to Buffalo a team they played in the playoffs last year Somebody, me, might have put some money down on the Bills covering that seven-point spread. Absolutely blitzed them. Um, what are your thoughts either on the Colts or why the Bills lost in that, in that well, game? Well, the Colts, I didn't have to answer the question. I didn't put the Colts in my, in my power rank as top five just because they're still, like, not in the playoffs in the AFC. I can't have you in my top five and you're not even in the playoffs. But they're coming, though. I think they're on a nice win streak. What this win streak is, three-game win streak, man, they coming, and they coming with run game and defense. So they win about one, maybe two more in a row. They get themselves up there in the AFC. They'll be in, they'll be in my power rankings. They coming, don't, don't, don't think I'm not watching y'all, Coach, man. I see what y'all got going, man. I see what y'all doing, running the heck out the football, O-line playing well, and that defense getting takeaways and playing well as well. Our, our betting expert, Paul Aspen, is going to join us for segment two, and we're going to talk about that Jonathan Taylor leading the league in uh, rushing yards bet that uh, that we kind of talked about a couple of weeks ago. It uh, looks like he might run away with that, literally and, and figuratively. Uh, and then, before we go to that, actually, we have to do also do the no-fly zone power rankings. Last week, Patriots made, a de- made their debut at number five. This week, they're all the way at number one. Tell me what, what else you got there, Keith. Uh, yeah, the pass came, man. They, you 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 gave a donut. Uh, played a tremendous game against the Falcons, man. They picked off every quarterback they put in the game, and man, it was just a, a it was a tremendous day by the Patriots on defense, man. That cranked them all the way up to number one. Uh, the Cowboys at number two, man. They lost the game, but I felt like I felt like them DBs. They played pretty solid against Mahomes. Mahomes them definitely did not go crazy. Uh, the Chiefs, the Chiefs coming in at number three. Now, the Chiefs got Ward back, Traverius Ward back, Sneed been in there, but the style of the Chiefs defense, they need both. They need two lockdown corners because they blitz so much and they play press man and they, they stand on their corners being able to play press man. So I think about the last three, maybe four weeks, they didn't have both of their corners in and they playing a lot better these last three, four weeks, man. You could tell by the points per game. So that's how the Chiefs hopping up in there. The Cardinals, they've been stopping a lot of people. They probably got a hiccup a couple weeks ago. But the Cardinals, no quarterback, no starting quarterback, man. The defense is really stepping up. Uh, uh, Byron Murphy, he he doing a, a hell of a job, man, for the, for the Cardinals defense. And finally, the Dolphins. You look at the Dolphins the last five weeks. I think uh, uh, Byron Jones, Xavier Howard, they really stepping it up. And also Holland. Holland in that slot playing safety. He's guarding tight ends and, and slot receivers, everything. So, the Dolphins, you look at their last three weeks, last four weeks, they've been cranking it up, and they've been playing some good ball, man, not giving people points. So that's the top five teams, Pats, Cowboys, Chiefs, Cardinals, Dolphins. Some good defenses there. Uh, yeah, I've tried to pick up the Dolphins in fantasy football because I've seen uh, that they've been able to have some turnovers here uh, of recent, what they did to Lamar. Obviously, they just beat the Jets, mm-hmm. and obviously have two are back now. Uh, they're on they the way up. That really. AFC East is not as down as some would have thought. Uh, speaking I'm of the AFC you. East, those those Buffalo Bills 
are playing on Thanksgiving, when we come back, we're going to try and do a little Thanksgiving parlay between Nakeem, myself, and Paul. We're going to try and get your money right for the holiday season. Maybe you'll cash out and spend it on Black Friday. I guess we'll all find out. It's called to the booth. We'll be right back. Back with more Call to the Booth, Harrison Sanford, Akeet Tlaib, Paul Aspen joining us for our betting portion. And this week, because it's Thanksgiving, we're going to focus in on Thanksgiving ga- games before we get to the Sunday games like we usually do. Want to see, Akeet Paul, if we can create a Thanksgiving parlay. And how we would do that is that we would all have to agree on every aspect of a game. And if we all agree, then we'll throw it on the parlay. So hopefully you guys are riding with me for that. We'll start with the Bears. And the Lions, uh, Andy Dalton will be playing in that game. And as I pull it up here, it is a 41 over under, and the Lions are three and a half point underdogs. A key, 41 over under, Bears at Lions, Andy Dalton starting, three and a half point uh, underdogs, Detroit Lions. What do you feel about that game? I don't like, I don't like, I have no idea who's going to win the game. So I won't I won't mess with the game, but I like I like the under I like the under the 41. I ain't gonna lie. Yep. I think I like the under, I think I like the under two. Uh we don't know what's happening with the quarterback situation uh with Detroit. We'll see if uh if Jared Goff gets to start. Offensively, they're not talented as as you'd like. Chicago Bears don't really have too much going on. Andy Dalton 41 over under. Uh I'll take that under two. I do not like. I, I can't call who's going to win either because it is a pride game for the Lions on Thanksgiving. Paul, what are you thinking? Yeah, I'm, I'm all with you guys on the under. The Lions look like they're going to be down three starting offensive linemen. Look, um, David and they ain't scored over twenty. They ain't scored over twenty in in damn near this whole damn year since for real since like week one. The Lions ain't scored over twenty, man. So it can be a David Montgomery game. It could be a DeAndre Swift game. They could just run the ball thirty-five times each. Like, uh, yeah, I'm down with the under. I like like the under. And I actually also like the under with the Dallas Cowboys and the Las Vegas Raiders. Cowboys coming in at nine point favorites, should be without Amari Cooper, probably without CeeDee Lamb as well. Uh, The Raiders and the Bengals just played this past week. They had a 50 over under. That did not, that was definitely under as well. The Raiders, they've just been off ever since all of this stuff has happened to them. It's been incredible uh, to see their kind of uh, transactions that take place within that franchise. So that 51, I'm taking the under. Uh, I'm picking the Cowboys to win. I I don't know if they could beat the spread, though. Akeem, what you think? Mm, yeah, that spread, that eight points is a lot, man. I, I learned my it's lesson nine, this year. It's not, I got it at nine, actually. Look, I learned like. my lesson this year taking them big old spreads. So I, I ain't going to lie to you. It's a primetime game. Is Derek Carr? I take the Raiders with the points, man. Give me the Raiders plus nine. I I might ride with that. Uh, over under, I don't know, cause it's you see you see if Wilson catch the ball, the Cowboys will score thirty. If Wilson come out with three drops, they probably had nineteen or nine again, right? So I don't know. The Cowboys so explosive, man. I feel like they they could push that over the Raiders too. I feel like they they can get over that 50, 25 to twenty eight. You know what I'm saying? They over there at 50. Uh, I, out of that game, I just like the Raiders with the points. Okay. I don't like I don't like the Raiders with the points, so won't go to the parlay board. But, Paul, what you got? Uh, a couple different angles. I mean, there's not a ton of things you can tie it to right now, but teasing the Cowboys down 
could be a look if you can find another leg to tie it to a um, couple different notes for you guys. I also, I was looking at maybe the Raiders team total under 20 and a half, just cause they have not broken that number since they're by a uh, couple notes for you guys. Detroit and Dallas are six and 10 against the spread on Thanksgiving six since 2005. So not great. Um, and the uh, favorites of seven or more points though are 16 and three against the spread on Thanksgiving. Again, these are just trends, mm. you know, nothing scientific to it. And them trends be real now. <laughs> yeah. Trend, it's something. You know? It's something. Um, so, and then, yeah, I'm with you on, I think it could be an under game. Could be a Zeke and Pollard game with those receivers out. Um, although Tyron Smith, his status kind of TBA. So, Look for So, so what if, so could this, could this parlay, we, well, we, we creating a parlay. We're not really creating a teaser, right? Right. Right. Yep, right we're right. creating a parlay. Creating a parlay. It's a, okay. But we're not, but we're not in, a, we're all not in agreement. So if, 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 if we got, we all have to be agreeing in order for us to put on the parlay card. So what about, the, what about putting Dalton Schultz anytime touchdown in there? Dalton Schultz anytime touch? You know, that's something I can get down with because of, because of somebody like you got Casey Hayward on the out, on the outside. You obviously already, already without Amari Cooper and CD Lamb. I can go with Dalton Schultz anytime touchdown though. Keep doesn't like prop. it. I'm not, I, I ain't gonna lie to you. I'm not. I'm not a. I'm not a prop. I'm not a prop better. So as soon as I hear like, all right, he gonna have 85 yards plus, I'd be like, man, I I just don't like putting my money on prop bets like that. That's just me though. I mean, he gets, in, he gets injured on the first play, and you're you're screwed. So yeah, it's what if, too much surrounding it. Paul, what's his over under on receiving yards? I like the touchdown better for the than the receiving yards. Kind of what would for why receiving yards like sixty yards. I don't know if the props are out yet. I'm looking right I'd now. I take it probably it might it probably is. I would take over. Oh. I would take over thirty five. Fifty one and a half. Damn, nah, we ain't right. doing that. Yeah. Ain't gonna be able to do it. <laughs> now let's lead that Raiders Cowboys. Let's see if we can get a, a parlay off this Bills and Saints. There we go. All right, we just Speaking need two teams, bills. right? Two team parlay, right? Yeah, there you go. Just need two. Yeah, just need to. All right, Buffalo Bills at the New Orleans Saints. Saints are five and a half point underdogs over under at 45 and a half. I'll tell you mine first. I like the under. Two good defenses here. Um, you look at Marshawn Lattimore, potentially Stefan Diggs getting that shadow coverage. Uh, the Bills don't really run the ball. Uh, the Saints, they also lost Adam Troutman, who's been actually pretty productive for them at the tight end position. Uh, I like the under at 45 and a half, and I actually would like the Bills if that was a six-point line or actually a – now, you know, I'm not – no, I'm not convinced. I don't know if I like them with anybody with the points, uh, but I do like the under at 45 and a half. I do like the under. I can't pick which – I don't I, I don't know if I want to pick against the spread with either team or with the spread. What you got, Aki? Mm, definitely, I'm definitely not wrong with the Saints. Uh, uh, with that – High powered offense, we're supposed to be high powered offense and big time defense. I feel like you never know what you're gonna get there. So I lead it over under alone. I've been on this take the points spree lately, man. I ain't gonna lie. I've been on this take the points spree, and I'm really I'm really thinking Trevor Simeon, right? He can't win, but he can keep it close, man. I feel like that defense and the way the way that they just oh, I I just feel a Saints plus Saints plus five and a half at home. I like it. 
Okay. I can't, I can't, I can't mess with it. I don't, I don't have any faith in, in the Saints. And I think the Bills might be out uh, to prove something on national TV. Paul, what you got? I've gone both ways on this game. I started the week thinking bounce back spot for the Bills. And then I was like, ah, but the Saints at home, good defense. But they, you know, between Kamara and their two tackles being banged up, they might have one of them back. I don't know if I trust Trevor Simeon. Troutman, that was, like you mentioned, one of his top red zone targets, even though he had one touchdown on the season. But the Saints team total under 20, that could be a spot. But those are my thoughts. I will say the Bills, Josh Allen has had six interceptions the last three games. All six of their wins, though, have been blowouts. They won by 15 points. Mm. Okay. I still, I still not able to, this good advice, good information, still not able to run with it. As it, as it looks for Thanksgiving, things that we can agree upon that we should put on the parlay card. What we like. Lions, under, Bears, Lions, under 41. And just, you, you can, now, there's not too much to it. You could just throw Cowboys and Bills on the money line. That work? Let's see what we're going to do. We believe the Bills going to win. We all agree with we all agree with that, and we all agreed with the under. With, with the, the Cowboys too. We all agree that Cowboys are gonna win too, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But on the, yeah, we all I agree the agree Cowboys the points, gonna win. Though. We all agree with the Bills gonna win, and we agree with the Bears and Lions going under, right? Yep. Okay. So money. So maybe we go so money two line, money, money lines line, and one and under. under. Yeah, I all like right. that. Yeah. Plus two fifty nine. Plus two fifty nine. I'm gonna put that. In. I'm gonna put that in. I'm gonna put that in. I'm gonna put that in today. It'll work. Start Not bad. There we go. Put our heads together, right, man. Uh, we're gonna we're gonna pick some paper up. I'm gonna spin it on Black Friday. All right. There we go. Exactly. All right, uh, Paul. Before we get into the rest of Week 12, can you tell us what happened in Week 11 in terms of our best bets, please? So unfortunately, Keeps Teaser died an early death on Thursday night with the Falcons. All uh, bad. That was bad. Uh, Vikings got home for me. Uh, actually, won outright, and then Harrison, you had you were all over the Browns Lions under. And then the Bills, they did not win. They did not cover. They killed me in a couple of teasers as well. So moving on to week 12, where there were a lot of teaser options early. They're not as many right now. There's some weird spots, but um, you can look at the board right now. Like I was saying earlier, the Cowboys could be a teaser spot. Just got to figure out who you're tying them to. All right. Uh, Akeem, why, why don't you get us kicked off for week 12? What do you got for your best bet? Best bet, believe week 12. I hate to do it, but I'm going Chargers minus two and a half on the road with Denver, man. I, I don't know. I, I'm just not really rocking. I'm Denver not winning games right now. It's, it's not getting better. You know what I'm saying? So I think I'm a I think I'm gonna go Chargers. All they gotta do is win by a field goal. Then team's been slow off that bye week. Broncos coming off that bye week, right? Yep. Uh, Broncos yeah. are coming off the bye week, correct? Coming off that bye week, man. Team's been a little slower off that bye week. I like them to get a slow start, man. Get in the hole and the game to be close, but the Chargers will win by three. Okay, bet. Uh, and we'll talk about that Broncos game against the Chargers on our Broncos show, uh, dedicated. Uh, to that team that will come out on Thursday on uh, audio. And obviously Wednesday is when we debut that show for Altitude TV for all of our friends in the Rocky Mountain region. My pick, it's going to seem odd, especially with them coming off a big win. 
but I'm going to go with the Buccaneers laying two and a half uh, at Indianapolis. Uh, I like what Tom Brady got going on. Antonio Brown should be back. Gronk is back. That rushing defense is still hasn't been great as of late, but they are still one of the best units in the league. You got to figure they can somewhat corral uh, Jonathan Taylor, and then it will get to the point where Carson Wentz will have to throw the ball. That defense is getting some people back in the secondary as well. Uh, I like their ability to make some plays. Carson Wentz could throw a turnover here or two. Uh, so I actually like uh, the Buccaneers laying two and a half at Indianapolis. Like that. And that 52 over under, not going to be able to do it. Not going to be able to touch it. I love calling the under. I've been on a good streak calling unders, but I'm not messing with it with this game. But I like that, I like uh, that. two and a half Buccaneers. I like I the like- Bucs to win by a field goal. I like by that the time, too. By the time Paul makes his pick, maybe I will identify an under that I like, but that's what I'm rolling with. What you got, I, Paul? I got a few, so you got some time. Um, so also look for Gronk in that game. Colts have actually allowed – they're one of the worst defenses against tight ends. Dawson Knox, even in that blowout, he was the leading receiver in the game last week. So mm. Colts give up yards. And Dan, and Arnold, got, and Dan Arnold got them the other week too, by the way. Yep. yep. Got the Colts, So. Yep. So I like that side. I also like the, so a couple notes for you guys. So road teams this season are 59.6 against the spread. So almost 60% dogs are 57% against the spread. So it's been a big dogs year. I like a lot of road favorites actually this week. I like that chargers game. I like the Panthers in Miami. Um, I also like the Titans getting six in new England. That just seems like a lot. I, th- I think the Patriots probably pull it off, but that just seems like a lot of points and an overreaction. But best bet, sticking with the Vikings, plus three in San Francisco. This is basically a playoff elimination game. I think the Vikings yeah. can definitely win this game outright. I think they could slice up that San Francisco secondary. Uh, so I like the Vikings in that spot, plus three. So they're a dog, good trend there. They're a road team, good trend there, and they're getting a field goal. It's a good number. So do I love trusting Kirk Cousins? No, but sticking with what's working uh, for the Vikings. I feel that. What do you think of Keith? I think the, I think the Niners going to beat them. I ain't going to lie. I think the Niners going to tote that rock. Why? The Niners just so up and down, man. They come run good and run terrible. You catch them at home, man, little chip on their shoulder. I don't, know how, I don't know how much I like that, Paul. I ain't going to lie. All right. I do like that 48 and a half under uh, over under though. I do like the under there um, just because I don't know if the 49ers are dynamic enough on the offensive side of the ball and the Vikings uh, could make some plays in the rushing game uh, in the rush defense game. But nonetheless, uh, before, before we get out of here, Paul, I know you always got one up your sleeve and hopefully it's not baseball this time around. (laughs) (laughs) No, I'll stick with football. Um, So we'll just mention that Tannehill 50 to one bet. We mentioned a couple weeks back. He's right now. He's after throwing four picks the other day. He's leading the league with twelve. Hey. So let's keep going on that. But keep want to definitely get your take on this. So it was around this time we were talking about wide receivers, their end of the season schedules, and picked out Stefan Diggs to lead the league in receiving yards. Now Cooper Cup has a huge lead there, but for receiving touchdowns, so Cup is leading with ten. Mike Evans is right there with ten as well, but he kind of limped off the field on Monday night. Not really sure what his status is. So if you go a little further down the board, Tyreek Hill has eight. And if we believe that the Chiefs are now going to like turn this thing up and go, mm-hmm. he's at seven to one to lead the league in receiving touchdowns. So that's an option there. Uh, he's just two back. 
And then if you want to go further down the board, back to my guy from last year, Stefan Diggs, he's at six. He's 30 to one. You think the Bills might turn around? He's second in red zone targets, by the way, this season. Just a cup. He just hasn't that's caught him. So that's those are some options there for Steven Leader. So I don't know. Akiba definitely want to get your take on like how you think that could work with like how these guys, you know, how they're targeted in the end zone and the red zone. And, you know, have you seen the Rams use cup? If you think that's sustainable. And then like if you think Tyree could score in bunches or digs as well. Well, I definitely think. If the Chiefs and the Bills make the runs, we think they're going to make Diggs and Tyreek Hill definitely going to be a big part of that. And you got to look at the bets, too. So the bet 30 to 1, shit, I, I, that's a great bet. You know what I'm saying? If we're saying, all right, last seven weeks or last five weeks, Diggs going to come alive and, you know, the, the Bills going to catch that, catch that wave again. They're going to be the team who we think they is. And I think that's a great bet. Uh, Tyreek, 7 to 1. Tyreek gets so much attention. I feel like this whole NFL season has been take Tyreek out of the game. So I don't know if I, I don't know if I want to see, I don't know if I put my money on Tyreek leading because I think the, the more crucial, the later we get in the season, the more teams going to back up more and more and more and make Patrick Mahomes really stay patient. Uh, like he's been doing lately though. He's been staying patient and, and getting it done. But um, honestly, if I put my money on any of them, I might ride with Mike Evans, man. I think he came back in the game last night. He, I really think he got hit down below while he was running the route because he kind of went off. But then he came right back in like two plays later and was running routes. So I think he just fine. But uh, I just like the Bucks to crank up at the end. They went on their little three-game skid. Now they got five weeks left. And I like Tommy to, to finish strong, man. I've seen it with my own eyes too many times. And uh, Mike Evans would be a big part of that. Evans yeah, and Cuff Evans- are both plus 350. So if you want to go either direction, you're still getting some value there. So yeah, you still get value. Still get value with uh decent value with uh T- Tyreek Hill. I would avoid, however, Paul, uh Stefan Diggs. Potentially gonna see shadow coverage from Marshawn Lattimore this Thursday. Then he has New England uh the following week, and then he has Tampa Bay uh the week after that. Then he gets Stefan Gilmore the week after that, and then he gets New England again. So maybe well, yeah, he after not, weeks, no, he's not leading. Yeah, I was just I was just looking at that schedule too as you were bringing it up. I was like, uh, maybe not. Nah, he's not gonna yeah. lead into us with that schedule. Yeah, that's tough. Tough sledding for him for sure. Uh, but go ahead and place your bets this week. I think you got a wealth of advice to have some change uh, by the end of the weekend to spend as we get into the holiday season. One more time, our Thanksgiving parlay: Bears, Lions under forty-one, Cowboys and Bills on the money line. Go ahead and pick up. And we'll see you next week. It's called to the booth, a key to lead. Harrison Sanford, shout out to Paul, shout out to Thomas. We'll see you next time.